0: ambitie, talent en smaak en is absoluut niet op haar mondje gevallen. Mijn lieve vriendin Nikki Plester.
1: Met mijn grote garderobe ben ik natuurlijk
0: zelf een drag queen eigenlijk. Oftewel bla
1: bla bla chocoladevlaai. So, Marys, we found out unfortunately that the subtitles for Drag Race Holland on Wild WOW Presents Plus aren't balls on accurate as we would want them to be, and Nikki Pleasant wasn't talking about chocolate cake. She was actually talking about a Dutch dish like chocolate pudding.
0: Yeah, so that's egg on our face. Um, Blah, 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 blah. blah. egg egg on on our our face. face. (laughs) Please welcome to the stage. Blah, 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 egg on our face. This is no yolk, folks. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, so, I mean, it, it, it certainly... I- informs the rest of this journey through Drag Race Holland is to take the subtitles lightly. Like, take them as interpretive versus um, uh, factual, specific, nuanced. Sure, yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That we we can fall in love with a queen and remember that we're actually falling in love with their interpreter also. Yeah, well, and um, and when it know,
0: comes to I you know, I don't, it, it's fine, Like even if I don't understand. It comes, it through. comes, through. It comes through. through. It comes through. She gets
1: through. Yeah. It comes through. Yes, she gets through. There is one line in here that I thought was an interesting translation, and I'm sure it was an exact translation. So Fred, when he's explaining the workout oh. video challenge, says, oh, it's going to be a workout video, but there must be laughter.
0: I was thinking about that. <laughs> i like, oh, the Dutch version of make me fucking laugh is <laughs> – there must be laughter. But Queens, remember, like, okay. there must be yes. laughter.
1: Yeah, that's when I remembered that Room tweeted like, yikes, these subtitles aren't what we said. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you know, I, I think the, the upside of that, not that I, I mean, I think that, you know, a lot of the, the meaningful, you know, Social Justice Corner and everything about Madame Madness, like, certainly still came through despite that. But, you know, much like Drag Race Thailand, and and while the subtitles are not a big deal, it is the kind of show you can enjoy on a visual level as well, because the drag is really cool. So,
1: Oh, completely. And... just like Drag Race Thailand, uh, I mean, the thing with Drag Race Thailand is I watched it with yeah. um subtitles, right? So it, I, I was, I was more informed. I did trust the narrator, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I don't, but and and so the only thing I have to remember is that these jokes are probably funnier, right? Right? If I understand the nuance of the language, mm-hmm. um, we invented the language, um, like la that crème. whole moment with. Uh, <laughs> with, Pen- with uh, Pam Pam and Envy's team you know we have the hooker you know a whore mm-hmm. we have the sexy we have the funny and Pam Pam and then Pam Pam breaks the f- the fourth wall looks at the camera it was a great moment it was a great moment and I'll bet that was funnier
0: right right I mean and yeah totally and I just so I give the, I give all of them a pass but yeah that looking at the fourth wall I was like wow Drag Race Holland second episode first season <laughs> breaking the fourth wall I'm yes. impressed how progressive Same. of you.
1: <laughs> well, and there's some uh, not progressive things about this episode that we could talk about. Um, and by not progressive, I mean just things, old hats, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, While we're talking about subtitles and, you know, how I'm kind of disappointed about that, I will say, much like what you were describing before, a visual medium um, and how it still can be good, this Maxi challenge was funny because we it was physical as well,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, I think with this it was <clears throat> you could you could potentially watch this without the subtitles and probably get the same level of enjoyment, like it had almost like it like as if you were watching like a silent movie and like everything was like facial expressions and body language and um you know, kind of like not, there was a lot of like nonverbal humor that I was like, yeah, I mean this. If I didn't see every subtitle, I still felt like I got the gist of things, you know?
1: Especially during that maxi challenge. I mean, there was that really funny line that I loved that Envy did. Envy was fantastic she was great challenge.
0: yeah yeah
1: uh and and that's with the subtitles assuming that maybe they're a little off and i still laughed. your mother hates her your father adores her that was great uh that was great <laughs> i was impressed the, the, the whole thing with um are you enjoying this at home i you know hearing hearing how she said it made it funnier mm-hmm and I think that that's also important, right? Because they're also saying this in, in such a type of way that also adds to the comedy.
0: Yeah, the characters that they created. Like, it was uh, – I think, obviously, this is, you know, a similar format to the Season 3 workout challenge. Um, oh, sure. But yeah. I, oh, totally. But, I you know, what I liked about this version of it was there was so much more uh, – about bringing certain characters to life or like, or being certain types of characters. I feel like the season three version, you know, they, they each kind of had their own sort of character, but there weren't many variations where I feel like with this, it was essentially it was like bimbos versus sluts, you know, and I thought, well, <laughs> those are two great archetypes to use for workout challenges.
1: Yeah, you know, my, my best supporting actress this week goes to Megan for the blank ditzy look that's on her face when envy is introducing her i yeah. just thought it was so first of all she knew that the camera would be on her and was or not and just made that look like this like with the you know God, the nip slip the nip mm-hmm. slip nuance
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Megan, you know, uh, despite circle in the drain these past two episodes, I feel like she's she's been good. She's good. She was great in this challenge at least. Megan. Megan. <laughs> Megan, drop it, Megan. <laughs> uh, Megan. <laughs> Megan. I love it. Um I mean, obviously my BSA of the week is Miss Richfield 1981 herself, Settergene. Uh, Oh, interesting. Okay. That is, I mean, like, she, it was like, oh, you got my memo about my kind of drag. I see Mm. you wearing a track jacket. I love it. Sure. Sure. Well,
1: Pam Pam also was wearing a very interesting jacket this episode uh, with uh, when he was talking about. You know, I'm certainly going to give them face and then showed his jacket in the workroom. Do you remember this moment?
0: No, I do not. Okay,
1: so it's right before the conversation where they're like, all right, who's had work done? Uh Uh-huh,
0: yes. And Pam
1: Pam is the one who introduces that conversation. And when, when he does, he shows off his jacket, which has his big face on it.
0: Oh, okay. I guess I do remember that. Yes, 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 yes. And I was uh, like, okay, this is this is I love this type of queen.
1: Um yeah. I thought you were gonna say BSA for you might be Olga Come Under. Olga come under
0: uh, or come over, you know, but <laughs> as long as everyone comes. I mean she was certainly like assistant to the best supporting actress. I thought she was a great a great energy in the room. You know, I you know, I love when they have like a great lady to help out with the maxi challenge. Cathy sure. and Jimmy, we, yes, the comedians, right. yeah.
1: She's an expert in this type mm-hmm. of challenge, whether it's <clears throat> comedy or not. Like she was there to make sure that there was a sense of structure right which i appreciated.
0: yeah and she had a great attitude like towards the end of yeah i just it was nice when she was like i really admire this like you pulled this together in such a short period of time Mm -hmm. and i i just like like that recognition of like oh yeah everything that we saw they had to figure out in like two hours
1: Ugh, insane yeah i love these queens well mary we we should talk more about this episode but before we do tell our marys
0: what they're listening to Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this beady, beady little TV show.
1: I'm Johnny, and we've all been bullied, but, you know, get over it. Don't be a
0: victim. And I'm Megan. And... (laughs) Uh um, Megan. Like if I was a drag queen, I would I my initial choice would be Barbara please. My second choice, just Megan. <laughs> but you have to say it like that. Megan. Megan. <laughs> Megan.
1: Megan sounds like a bully's name.
0: Yeah, Megan. Oh. You yeah, know, like me oh, and Megan who slapped Like you're playing people, on yeah. the
1: playground, right? And then, you know, all of a sudden somebody goes, Hey guys, there's Megan. Megan's coming.
0: Oh no, Megan's coming. Oh no. Megan's mom is really mean too. Um,
1: <laughs> well, and then you're also talking to your mom about, you know, Megan. Oh, Megan. Your mom says your mom because your mom remembers Megan in first grade, and yeah. it's like because now it's fifth grade, and yeah, you're, at least, you're yeah. at least and your mom says, you know, Colin, you really have to be nice to Megan, because yeah. sh- your mom understands kind of what's going on at home. Yeah,
0: she knows <laughs> Megan's mom. She's talked to Carol on the phone. <laughs> She's seen her in the parking lot when they picked yeah. you guys up from school. Yeah. They worked, you know, they yeah. they've worked cupcake Megan's day mom. together. <laughs> Megan's mom, Carol. Yeah.
1: And it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle uh, being from Megan's family right now. They're mm-hmm. they're really they're really hurting and and your mom understands that. Yeah that this is how Megan is expressing it. And all Megan really needs is a friend. And so then she makes you invite Megan to your birthday party. And it is disastrous.
0: <laughs> it's Oh, it's so bad. And you have to pull your mom into the half bathroom off the kitchen and be like, I want her to go home. And your mother has to be like, "She needs to, she, her grandfather's in the hospital right now. Just be nice. And <laughs> you end up having to make a sacrifice on your own birthday for fucking Megan, whose grandfather recovered three days later. He's still well, alive, you
1: know, you know, Mary. Not to tangent, but you know what? That's that's what. I, well, this is the off season, so I mean, yeah. granted, I'm still Listen. happy we're in season, but like, yeah. oh my goodness, um, Abby, oh yeah, uh, my ever, goodness, oh Abby, oh my god, <laughs> um, have you ever been invited to? Were you ever invited to, like, the class bully's birthday?
0: Um, I, um, I I wasn't a class bully, but. Uh, there was this little girl named Andrea who lived like down Megan. the street. She was the local Megan, and and you know what? I'm not afraid to name names. Her name was Andrea Rack, and I called her Andrea Smack because that's what she did. And I have a story about one time I was at Andrea Rack's house, and she was being a jerk. And I locked myself in her bedroom, and she had a phone in her bedroom. And and I'm like, I'm telling you, I am a block away from home, and. <laughs> I tried calling my mom, but she was like outside washing the car, so she didn't hear the phone. And so oh, in no. tears, I hung up the princess phone and realized, oh God, I got to do this by myself. So you know what I did? I threw open that bedroom door and I shoved through Andrea Rack and I ran downstairs and I ran the fuck out of that house. And I ran all the way home and I got to Jefferson Avenue, which was a little bit busier. And I was like like crossing over, like, I don't know. It, it, it was terrifying. And it was like this moment of, if you want to get away from Andrea Rack, you have to cross Jefferson Avenue. And so I ran across the street. And by the time I got to my mom, like 100 feet away later, I was in tears. Just like the run slowed into like a stumble as, as the tears came. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And then like Andrea Rack's mother, Sharon, calls. And it's like, I don't know. Colin just went running out of the house. Is he home? And... uh that was my story about Andre Rack. So the short answer is no, but I have had a similar experience.
1: So the short answer is we've all been bullied, but you know, you got over it, you weren't a victim. No, I ran like hell. I was invited to Michael Van Dremp's birthday party when I was in maybe second grade. Uh, he was Australian. I remember that. Uh, because... Michael Van Dremp. Well, that's, yeah. that's not Australian at all. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael nope. Van Dremp. That's not Australian. <laughs> that's Michael that Caine yeah. So yeah. he, uh, I remember Michael. he was Australian <laughs> <laughs> because he, um, Michael, uh, during Show and Tell Day, he brought in his micro machines, <laughs> and he just kept saying over and over like after describing one he'd be like yeah and so these are my
0: micros my micro machines
1: but no he didn't say micro machines he said my micros oh of
0: course cuz they abbreviate everything y'all know you do my micros my micros
1: and um i remember he was he was mean he, that that uh, that was a mean big boy he was bigger than everybody else oh like
0: and, like like wider or taller what was i'm trying to picture oh
1: taller yeah oh, just okay. a big boy um and I remember, like, we were all very afraid of him. And then, uh, yeah, I got an invitation to his birthday party at, I think, it, oh, man, we were up in some loft somewhere. It was some sort of arcade. Uh, it might have been Sports World. Uh, mm. If anybody, if any New Jerseyans remember Sports World on Route 17. <gasps> um
0: I know. I had a birthday party at Sports World.
1: Yeah, there was a laser tag. And was
0: there like a big like climbing? There was like everything there. It there was there was
1: mini golf. There was bowling. There was an arcade. There was uh, oh shit. There were even bumper cars. Yeah. Ooh, maybe, uh, I don't remember a climbing wall, but there was definitely, was laser, tag. Yeah, definitely like, yeah. laser tag. Yeah, definitely laser tag. But anyway, so uh, I remember going, and he was so nice to me, and it was it was really really. Uh, just a positive experience and i'm just like whoa and you know i uh, from then i learned i'm just like oh he just he didn't have any friends and he he just so he invited the whole class or his mom or parents invited the whole class but i do remember this his sister was also mean we were Mm -hmm. playing pin the tail on the donkey and uh you know i'm like this shy little boy and she's putting uh the blindfold on everybody and it cuts to be my turn and she goes can you see and I quietly go no and she's like I'll make it better or however she said it (laughs) and she tied it so tight like it was so aggressive with me when she tied it I'll never forget anyway let's talk about this
0: episode (laughs) these mean bush children from (laughs) Australia (laughs) Uh, the bush yeah yeah yeah. (laughs)
1: So, uh, but yeah, I guess this is kind of an interesting segue to, uh, the bully conversation because mm-hmm. Madam Madness, this, what's interesting about this conversation, and I don't want to like downplay the importance of having this conversation on the show. It's just that we have watched this show a lot yeah. and this is a a common theme that comes up. And so we're, we're kind of like, all right, you know, Oh, picked last and, Oh, we were bullied in high school. And the thing I have to remind myself is, well, we didn't have this conversation in Dutch
0: yet. Well, right, right. It's kind of like, okay, these are familiar paces. We do know this narrative. But it's like, well, is it so bad that they're they're having it in a different language or for a new audience or whatever? Like, you know, there's, if anything, there's kind of that double-edged sword of, A feeling like oh you know listen we've all been through this come on like it it almost feels old hat but then at the same time it's like well isn't that kind of sad right like so many of us have had this experience so so maybe it is good to talk about it you know like it's like yeah kind of not rejecting the the popularity of this story so to speak. Exactly.
1: There's a reason why it's popular so that that means we kind of need to have it. And right. I also appreciated this very 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 fresh perspective from Envy where she's all like, you know, we've all been bullied, but you know, get over it, don't be a victim, be a survivor. I it, it that is a voice that is rarely taken these days because we're so especially I think we've had this conversation on like matron episodes but this idea of coddling and the idea of like Twitter when it's like oh my god you oh you're I'm so sorry oh 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 because mm-hmm. you know you get the attention that you want uh, when you yeah. t- say on Twitter like I've been bullied and then it's coddle 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 instead of okay move on and and at this at the same time right like if you were bullied yesterday sure uh, have someone have your back, tell you know, get somebody to hype you up. But this mad madness is talking about something that happened in high school. So I understand yeah. envy being like, yeah, I'm, you got to get over it. You, you can't be a victim. You have to be a survivor. You know, we've, we've all been there and that sucks and we have to find a way to move on, um, and, and fight back in some way. Right. Uh, much like well, you leaving the house. Right. Much, uh, exactly. His house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Andrea. Don't give her the, Andrea, the dignity right. of calling her Andrea. As if <laughs> Andrea's she's, house. As, yeah, she was an Andrea. But I, I think um, those are these also these things that, like, I think there's also the frame of reference of both of us being in our mid-30s, that there are these things, you know, you kind of have to do as you grow up, so to speak. And and it's mm-hmm. there isn't, like, a set age of when it's supposed to happen. But in my mind, I think there is... Especially if you've had these experiences, especially being queer, like there's a, there are some of these these checkpoints of things to recover from, and one of them is the bullying and having to let that go and letting go of the identity of oh I'm I'm still that kid. It's like well no you're not. You're actually an adult now, and like and then there's also like forgiving your parents. You know there's things like that. Right. There's Those things that you have to do that essentially. You stop giving responsibility and power to other things, and you reclaim that power, so to speak. And but I think that's part of it is like you realize, oh yeah, I don't have to live in the shadow of what happened to me in high school. It sucked that it happened, but I'm I've found a way to not let it continue to suck the life out of my life out of my life now. You know
1: exactly. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, there's there's something I've been using this term a lot because it's very apparent for the times right now, but distress tolerance. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, a lot of queer people, uh, but anybody really now, um, especially if you're growing up now, don't have a high level, level of distress tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to shut down and eat your feelings like I do or, uh, you know, drink your problems away or not deal with things or cry or feel like you're being attacked or that you're, you know, all of those things um, because there's so much distress happening, right? It's like, oh my God, the world is ending and I can't go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like all of those things. And so I, I do think that, this advice that envy is giving like look you you got you got to buck her up what is it buck up buttercup um yeah. you got to just deal with it and i don't and what i also loved about this moment is that while envy was saying this envy was also comforting madam and and talking her up being like yeah look at you now like you're sparkling again good i'm so happy i'm so mm-hmm. happy that you're you know that you you're moving past this because let's, let's be frank here. Madam madness was picked last on a television show.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, that's all it was. I know. And I, I had that thought too, of like, you know, Oh boy, we really hit a nerve here for getting picked last on the second episode of a TV show. Um, You know, it's, but again, we've seen it happen so many times. Yeah,
1: exactly. uh, And it doesn't feel good. And you, there is this, yeah, yeah, there's this pecking order that's, that's established. I think also her being a bearded queen. Um, By the way, Madame Menace is gorgeous. So, you know, it's not even about anything else, right? Except that there's this idea that she's a bearded queen or that how she was in high school or whatever it was. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like with, with Madame getting picked last um, and her being a bearded queen, one of our Marys wrote us and because they were responding to last week's episode when we were just kind of like, oh, I'm so happy to see a bearded queen on Drag Race. Um, the It was brought up. It was reminded, right? Like Europe is already used to bearded drag queens because of Conchita Worst.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah and and it's uh i mean i guess it's also like now i mean obviously madam was in the bottom this week but i feel like you know two weeks now i've been like oh the the beard has not taken anything away from the drag Mm -hmm, like it's you know uh it's kind of reminiscent of like you know angela nong and drag race thailand it's like the fact that she's a trans woman really has no bearing on like her talents as a drag queen like that's just part of who she is but like there should be no you know concern of like oh no it's supposed to be about boys and dresses like nothing is being taken away from the experience for me by angela being a trans woman you know what i mean sure sure and so i feel like it's the same thing with Madam. of like nothing's really being taken away from me from enjoying drag when madame Mattis has a beard
1: Ah, yes. And the only difference I would make, uh, because I don't know if comparing Angela is similar, because bearded queen is a type of drag. So it's almost like, I don't like comedy queens. I don't like bearded queens. Now, when you say I don't like bearded queens, there is a charge of, oh, they need to look like a woman and women don't have beards, right? Even though we know women can have beards. Um, And so I think that's kind of the nuance that I see, that it is still a type of drag. And this particular type of drag happens to have gender charged to it, right? A statement on gender.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's also just about what are the standard expectations on drag race, you know? Like sure. in general okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. there's like oh yeah, you know, you have a clean-shaven face, you look like a, you know, traditional woman, ma- mainstream you woman your whatever. Yeah. You tuck your penis, we don't see right. chest hair. You don't hair. have boobs. Yeah. You, yeah, uh, or you, you do. Have have boobs, be- yeah, you don't have yeah, you don't have boobs out of drag. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they uh, are they are indeed they're called boobs. Uh called and boobs. so I feel like yeah, it's it's just I think it's another example of when that kind of, you know, tried and true model of Drag Race is broken. I feel like every time someone moves that boundary or does a type of drag we don't, we haven't seen before on the show, it's like, oh yeah, that was a positive addition. I don't feel like the gimmick of Drag Race has taken any, uh, has lost any points, you know?
1: Right. And imagine how saddened we would all be if Ceregine shaved her chest.
0: I mean, I don't want to imagine a world. I have to say there's – because I guess they have a couple different talking heads of her, you know, depending on the Hawaiian shirt she's wearing. But I feel like there's one where it does look like the chest had been shaved a bit and was growing back in. I keep, oh. I, I keep well, an it's eye certainly on that trimmed. area. You can tell that it's trimmed. Yeah. which Unnecessary. You know, it's
1: unnecessary. But, you know, I understand it's about comfort for the person. Um, sometimes trimmed is just a little bit more comfortable, perhaps. Um, without before I go any further, I just want to say Swiffenar, uh, and I want to know what it means. Madam Madness says it when you know she's talking about being bullied in high school or being reminded of being bullied in high school with envy, and she says "swufnar," and it's this hard "r" "swufnar," uh, and I don't know what it means. Um, so
0: "swufnar." Uh, <laughs> Please welcome the stage, "swufnar." Well, I'm gonna. Well, what's it? "Snufnar." No, it's
1: Swoof, Swoof.
0: Swoof, Swoof.
1: Uh, and while you're kind of researching whatever uh, yeah that hopeless might mean,
0: yeah that's yeah this is yeah This um, let's call that journey <laughs> off yeah I
1: also wanted to just just because we wouldn't we wouldn't I have a platform I have a podcast and I'm having this conversation with you I just want to go off a little bit about picking teams in gym class uh, it is bad practice it is bad teaching skills if you are in a class in physical education and you are forced to pick teams, not only is that teacher being lazy, right? There are so many other things that are happening, right? It's a, it's this practice that started somewhere at some time and the conspiracy theorist, the progressive in me, imagines that it was a male gym teacher that mm. wanted the kids to message out the class power structures, right? The gym teacher wanted the class to know the pecking order. And it enforces stereotype. It enforces clicks. It, uh, you know, helps kids understand or not understand their own self-esteem. It enforces all of that. There's, like, these class dynamics that are then created and solidified and um they're they're approved by the teacher right and well, it's also <clears throat> bad bad teaching skills because it's not a team of hybrid skills right the classes the the class teams are then stacked friends are encouraged to pick each other which then causes some behavior problems or focus problems and it also doesn't set kids up for the real world because you're not always going to be on a team with your friends in fact you're often going to be on a team with people you don't like or who don't work like you And I and granted yes There are many nepotism is real And you can pick your friends for jobs and whatever But for the most part You know th- that's not happening Because of you know HR Things going on but uh, I, I just wanted to go Off a little bit on how bad Of a teaching practice this Is uh, Not just for the gay people or for the, the Outcasts getting bullied but For everybody involved
0: Thank you. That was my TED talk. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I, I you could call that talk uh, physical re-education.
1: <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, why no? Do I people hear you. Have such terrible um, ideas about gym class. Besides the locker room, which we've talked about a lot. You know how that's just the cesspool for mm-hmm. masculinity um, or or just power structures in general. But uh, gym. There's a reason why so many kids skip gym.
0: Um, sure. I mean, yeah, gym class is. Uh, I feel like anyone who looks back fondly on gym class. Now, granted, I had a pretty fun gym class, all in all. Like, uh, you know, till eighth grade, and then I didn't take gym in high school. But you know, we wore our 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 gym you know uniforms to school, so there was no changing happening. Um, you know, it was boys and girls, and so like, you know, I was, and I was very, I was. I was very fast. I was on the track team in like junior high or like, or like sixth, seventh, seventh, eighth grade. So I was really good at relay races. And so I, you know, like I had actually a pretty positive experience because I, you know, I had some skills until until it came time to play ba- basketball. And then it was as bad as everybody else's gym experience. <laughs> but volleyball was really fun. But all of that being said, I feel like I'm trying to remember having some positive memories. If we picked our own teams or if we were split up by the teacher, because I feel like that is one of the, that is to be fair to mad of madness and everybody else. I think that is a pretty core wound opportunity right there. Um, And I, the the positive
1: uh, of picking your own teams, it's, it's different if it's okay. Team captains pick, but if, if they say, all right, break up into groups of three, then you are ensured that you're not going to be with the bully. Right, Mm -hmm. which you might not want. Um, But also, maybe it it also facilitates okay, I worked with this kid in gym class. I'm not going to bully him after school. Right. But there is a positive to picking your own teams where it's like, okay, good. I can be with Samantha and Fred, you
0: know? Right. I mean, the only downside is if then there's some, you know, some fourth, some lovely, you know, third alternate. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, oh, you guys already have a team. Okay, Right. Uh, Oh, my God. Or like, why didn't you
1: pick me? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You didn't pick me. There's oh, my God. There's so many problems. There are so many problems with letting. I mean, just don't be lazy. Plan your class, you dumbass physical education teacher. Have the teams in mind, informed based on how you know these kids. God damn it
0: or just bring out that big fucking rainbow parachute. Everybody loves it. Everybody participates. No one is unhappy to see the rainbow parachute.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, I'm 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 going off. Uh <laughs> yeah,
0: off Do you have races.
1: uh do you have any other any other thoughts on this?
0: On this issue? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I I feel like I don't. I, I don't. I think because I didn't take gym class in high school, my point of reference on gym is uh is different, stunted. Uh,
1: sure, sure. And mine is a little stunted too because I usually had a crush on my gym teacher, so
0: mm, yeah, it was I, like
1: reason to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to fuck Miss Giordano, but oh my uh, God.
1: Well, normally we would get picked uh, by teams by just like last name. Or our birthdays, you know, and where they mm-hmm. fell, and it was it was just like that. That's how it was. It's another lazy way of of putting kids into teams, but uh, it's still somewhat random. Um, but that also ensures that you're probably going to be on the, on a team with somebody that you probably sit next to often, because teachers also, when they're learning names, they'll put you in alphabetical order. And, and that's that also creates so many problems, right because there's a reason why sorry, I'm just gonna go off, but like there's there's so many reasons why kids that uh have like a last name with the first letter of the alphabet or the first four letters of the alphabet why they often do better in school. Did you know that?
0: I guess they're really a students well
1: <laughs> it's because they're they're often put in the front of the classroom mm they start oh. with the mm-hmm. alphabet in the front and then work back and then you know once the once the teacher learns the names and like the behavioral issues then they start to move kids around for the second quarter but that's probably not until around November so it, it there is there is something established there in the beginning of the year and it is a common practice so you could very well in middle school go through Five of your classes and be in the front of the room, like I was, uh, because my last name is in the front of the alphabet. So, uh, and yours is probably too, Colin, which is why you're so smart.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, gosh, I suppose. You know, the smartest thing I ever did was we were reading this stupid book in eighth grade, and it was like one of those terrible situations. I think it was called. It was like a Civil War era like historical fiction i think it was called in my father's house so if anyone wants to go look that up but we were all reading that and it basically like you know the teacher would have like someone read like a page at a time and then she'd pick Mm -hmm. another person and so i brought another little like you know trashy paperback novel to read you know instead like with in my father's house kind of wrapped around the front of it and Mrs. Parsons thought she was so smart. She thought she was catching me reading another book, but I knew when I knew where she was taking breaks. And so oh. she would call on me. Inevitably, inevitably, I would be like, and thus the next day I returned to Father's <laughs> Plantation. I knew where I was. And so uh, you bet I was smart. <laughs> well, anyway, Mary, we're going to take a quick little
1: break. And I promise you, we will talk about Drag Race Holland when we return. Hey Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute.
0: I could honestly talk about therapy all day.
1: Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist.
0: Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist.
1: Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week.
0: Especially now, when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp. that's H-E-L-P.
1: BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist, safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours.
0: You don't need to leave the couch! And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions.
1: Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime, and expect a timely and thoughtful response.
0: And, if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and Easy.
1: BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self esteem, and
0: more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need.
1: Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P.
0: That's right, join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com/allright Mary, and that's HELP. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. So Mary,
1: true or false, Fred looks like a combination of Care Smith meets Josh
0: Charles. Ooh, uh, in or out of drag. <laughs> out. <laughs> Out of drag, yes. Oh, I see. I see that. Yes. I he he. It's like Kara Smith. Eat meets Josh Charles. Meets like Vidal Sassoon products. You okay, know what I yes, mean? Yes. Yes. Like absolutely because like, that's uh, very like,
1: Swedish, Nordic, mm-hmm, Netherlands, like Dutch. A,
0: yes. uh, someone who works at a salon that has like the 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 Nagel prints on the wall and the frosted you know cube glass and the lollipops. What was that place your mom would go? What was the name of the salon? Great Expectations. Great Expectations. He manages a Great Expectations out of drag.
1: Oh my God. Don't fall asleep on me, she used to say um, (laughs) while I was in the chair. Oh, yeah. Um, She'd poke me.
0: (laughs) I was always too tense at a salon. Anytime getting my hair cut, I get so much anxiety.
1: So, and then the other true or false question true or false. Derek Barry taught Fred how to do his brows in drag.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it was like lift your brows up and then lift your hairline further <laughs> up, and it's all proportional. And it it was, it was, uh, yeah, uh,
1: you know. And you you know, it, it's a it's it's a look. It's fine, but when the first thing I thought when he came out of the runway, or when she came out of the runway, I was like, oh. Fred does Derek Barry brows. Great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Fred called biped. her a pig in a wig. <laughs> yeah. Looks more like a pig in a blanket, you know? <laughs> With a little hot dog sticking out the top. <laughs> uh,
1: absolutely. So, Mary, um, let's talk about shexer shies and talk about yeah. costumes in your Uh <laughs> Your Um That's so, what is that from? Oh, that's from First Wives Club, Mary. That's from First
0: Wives Club. That's <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, in your show, Shish. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Actually, before we talk about um and Holly Hunter, uh, let's talk about this mini challenge. I I don't have much to say about it except yeah. I'm glad there was a clogs challenge.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I I ha- for some reason I hadn't thought of it until like the they wheeled them out and I was like, oh, clogs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're sense. probably hard
1: to walk in, you know, at probably. least sexy. Yeah. Um, I, w- I will say I was impressed with all of them. I know that, like, if somebody gave me that challenge and, like, 20 minutes to decorate them, I would not come up with the creativity that they came up with. Um, the one thing that I don't like about the editing this—the past two episodes and in this mini-challenge, for sure, I didn't get to look at them,
0: really. Yeah, I, I really—it was hard to kind of evaluate, uh, but I— I agree. I feel like it would be like Juju B with the wig. It's like when did you lose control of the clogs. When I got yeah. the clogs, like it would be. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what I would do. I always think in those situations, I would probably. I don't know. I think I would just. I would. I would just start drawing like lines on it and just hope it comes together. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I, when when Jean was going off on all that glitter, I'm like. Settergenes I thought were the best because uh, I was like I this looks amazing this looks designer well um,
0: but I mean anyway <laughs> I, I mean not to, to jump around too much but I, please do if we're gonna talk about settergene and looks and things looking good Ugh. I mean I I think that now that our patty Pam-pam pizza uh, has has gone off for delivery um, we need a new potential pizza queen mm. and I think there's a world where it's Jean.
1: I think there's a world where it's Jean. Absolutely. Um, Because it's not that the drag
0: has to not be good or not elevated. It's that I don't care what you look like. I'm just happy to see you, you know?
1: Yeah, Jean has this energy that is very nice. I think also the thing that adds me feeling a little safer with Jean is that, you know, he's a former fatty, which I love. Yeah, had had that
0: surgery to get the neck the the waddle pulled back. I was like, "That's it, smart. That's a choice." It just
1: it made me forgive all of the thirst trap pictures I've seen posted of Cederjean. I'm like, "Oh, Mary, you have what? to you, uh, you what what research have you not been doing?" I mean, I, none. Cedricine, I mean, Mad of Madness, Chelsea Boy, the, the the whole cast is gorgeous
0: i know i know i know abby oh my god is am i abby oh my god she's gorgeous i know abby oh my god Abby, oh my god
1: God, abby (laughs) oh my abby oh my
0: god you know there was Uh, this uh i don't know if it's in new jersey i think it may have been upstate new york when i was in college but there was this place called absolutely abby where you could get new like window fixtures (laughs) and venetian blinds and i remember and i've been searching for the theme song forever so mary's if you can help me but absolutely it's like, Abby. and it's absolutely Abby. If you absolutely no 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 no, like I, I don't have the rest of it. But it's something like that, and I am, I'm on the hunt for absolutely Abby.
1: All right, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> that's gonna be my new. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so Serjean, yeah, I uh, there's
0: Sniffnar, Mary.
1: Swifnar, Snufnarf <laughs> <Swift-nar-ed> Mary. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cedric uh it, it certainly is in the running for being a pizza queen. It, I, I I'm, I'm almost there. I'm just distracted because, he's, I'm, it's because I'm so attracted to him that I'm kind of mm. like, is that unfair? Uh, it's you know? hard when you
0: wanna when you wanna both eat the pizza and fuck the pizza. It's, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> It's confusing but uh, Chedgene Pizza Queen I mean it has a nice ring to it
1: Chedgene Pizza Queen yes exactly yeah. um yeah. Mama Celeste faced up Chedgene yeah. is a pizza queen Mama Celeste Chedgene cheddar cheese pizza queen yeah. um yeah. Mary did you hear Project Runway music in this episode Ooh
0: um
1: I did m- and I'm wondering if when
0: you Cause I I've been li- cuz the music they're doing that thing Drag Race Thailand does where it's like the opening of "Click Clack," you like every mm-hmm. yeah, dun, 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 so dun. there is
1: that during the the corset drama, the corset chaos, uh, mm-hmm. the chorus cacophony. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was, first of all, it was very Abby, Abby, Oh my God, where the hell is my chiffon, um, Andre uh, from Project Runway? But oh, during right. during that drama, when that drama started, you heard this like echoey vibraphones theme that's on Project Runway, where it's like. Bing, bing. And there's like drums in the background. Hmm. Uh, so it's, if you hear it, just listen out for it when there's drama. I certainly heard it there. I did hear it also like very, very quickly during the runway, like very quickly. Uh, oh, wow. And I, and I can't. It, it was like literally. I don't know, four bars, and that's it. But I, I am hearing Project Runway music, and I'm wondering if other Marys are hearing it also. Uh, they needed to add something with this drama that happened with the corset, which I was kind of like, oh, my God. oh, uh, It's a fucking corset, Siobhan. I Get know. over it. Grow them, fuck up.
0: <laughs> well, I know. And like, oh, somebody hit it. Some th- These queens, they're trying to sabotage me. It's like, no one is trying to sabotage you. I mean, I, and maybe, you know, I would also kind of love the idea of drag race, quaint little drag race, Holland, four episodes in, we realize one of these Queens is a fucking sociopath and she's <laughs> hiding corsets and spilling makeup and throwing beads. Like I'm also into like that, that nuance of like, oh yeah, drag race, Holland, it gets dark. Yeah. Like, it's I kind envy, of...
1: It's Envy Peru, you know? Right,
0: right. Or it's, like... Uh, oh, I'm trying to think who would be, like, the most unlikely. Like, who would I not expect to be just... Megan. Like, <laughs> Megan! Where's my corset? Drop it, Megan! <laughs> Megan, what if Megan... Uh, oh, Megan or, like, Mama
1: Meghan? Queen, right? Mama oh, Queen. that's who it is, Mama Queen, because mama you think, Queen. oh,
0: she's here, she's a mama, but she's actually <laughs> one mean motherfucker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Swiftnar. Yeah,
0: Swiffnard <laughs> Mary. Uh,
1: Mary, I want to talk about Nikki Plesson a little bit more. Uh, she continues to memorize me, but I realize what character she is and kind of why I love her. So I feel like she's the abusive, neglectful babysitter, but it's still really cool. And does mm. actually care about the kids. She's just got a lot of demons. And she's the type of babysitter that like makes deals with the kids and lies to the parents later.
0: Yeah, she's like Cameron Diaz in Diaz. Diaz in bad teacher, but if she was a babysitter, if she was a bad babysitter.
1: Yes, yes. And you mm. like her. Like I like her. Yeah. I genuinely love her and her energy. And she's she's bad. Yeah. I'm <laughs> high as mean.
0: fuck. Watch your feet. <laughs> Watch your I gotta feet. get out of here. I gotta get out of here. As fuck, <laughs> I'm high as fuck. Watch your feet. <laughs> That's a tote bag. <laughs> I gotta uh, get out of here. I'm high <laughs> as fuck. Watch your feet.
1: <laughs> so, so, uh, and then the other judge that was on this runway, and I'm gonna be very vulnerable here, Mary. I, for the longest time, and then I was corrected by you. I don't know, maybe like four months ago when you were right. talking about Rosa. Um, I thought Nikki tutorials was Rosa. Like whenever I saw the Rosa memes come up, I'm like, "Oh, there's Nikki tutorials."
0: <laughs> oh, Rosa, open your purse. <laughs> oh,
1: I love Rosa. <laughs> open your
0: purse. Open your purse. <laughs>
1: Wait, what's her famous line? Her most famous line is, uh, uh, "Oh, oh, uh, and people will be scared here. People would be scared." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I always knew "open your purse" th- the most, but. <laughs> open your purse. Oh, my God. So good. Open your purse. So good. So that's
1: Nikki <laughs> Tutorials in my mind. But then, you know, I come to find out, oh, Nikki Tutorials is, like, super famous. And She's a it's big not deal funny. YouTuber. It's, like, for real. Yeah, it's yeah. for real. Uh, yeah. And I love that they that she came on the show. Like, I, I like what a great connection to be made. Of course. Of course.
0: Yeah. I, she had a bad experience with Ellen. So, I mean, <sighs> and she talked about it. So... Nikki tutorials <laughs> spilling the tea, yeah. Oh
1: my god, Nikki tutorials giving us the tutorial on the yeah. Ellen set, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Mary, I I liked this challenge. Honestly, Envy's look was by far en- Envy and Cedricine by far the best. That oh, pop the art runways? Look, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh my god.
0: Um, that was great. I mean, Envy, yeah, she won the mini challenge. She won the maxi challenge. She, you know, she's she's stepping up this week. Her face uh, was perfect. Yeah, yeah. This was like this is for for anyone who has not, for some weird reason, watched Drag Race Thailand yet. This is kind of the level of drag that I that you get regularly on Drag Race Thailand. Right. Like, this is like right. a whole safe cast. look. It's yeah. a safe look on Drag Race mm-hmm. Thailand. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. If
1: you are watching Drag Race Holland and you are not watching Drag Race Thailand because of the subtitles. It's like, it's the same thing, girl. You're just going to get a lot more uh, on Thailand. uh, I love that. At this point,
0: we're like chastising people who aren't watching Drag Race Thailand. It's just just like,
1: it's how much I, it's how strongly I feel about it. Yeah, same, same. Um, You know, and so I like this runway. Uh, I think, I think I just like Janie saying alien fish woman fantasy.
0: Um, Oh yeah. It was very rich (laughs) white woman. No, we haven't talked about Janie, and it's funny, you know, we got no impression of her last week and she Mm. won. And then this week it was like, oh, uh, I wish I knew how to say, oh, that's the bitch in Dutch. But uh, that's the bitch. I'm going to look it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the bitch. She is, uh, she's taking center stage in a very interesting way. She's very good like i i i'm backing it up like i her, her runways are are good
0: yeah um, this blue
1: alien supermodel was great uh it was certainly a high look for me um i don't know why she was safe
0: dot is the truth uh which sounds like i'm saying that is the truth but it's yeah. actually me saying that is the truth she's uh, the that is, that's, that's truth. That's is the truth that is the <laughs> truth that is that is is the truth that is that is that is um, um and you know what I gotta say
1: I liked Potty Pan Pam's look so
0: oh uh, y- yeah you know I liked it but it, it it there was a slightness to it compared to everybody else it's like well sure not much of your face is painted Miss okay. Pam Pam mm. um but I liked the idea I thought and I I I thought it was a cool idea but it was um. I feel like you know not to compare queens, but what are you gonna do? Uh, there was a a journey for me with Patty Pam Pam, the same way I had with like Dusty Ray Bottoms. Where I was like, I think you do great drag, but maybe you don't do great Drag Race. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, okay. Yeah. I, I I'm getting more of a Tammy Brown with Patty Pam Pam because she's Ooh. very creative. She's very unique. Uh, she went home early. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Tammy Brown went home second. So. Yep.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm kind of seeing that slot for her, which is unfortunate yeah. because, you know, she goes home this episode. I'm kind of like I wanted to see so much more. She was one of the interesting ones for me. Um, and yeah. they're just not giving us that type of season.
0: I mean, I and there's just like you can tell there's just some big personalities in this room. Uh, and I feel like, you mm. know, some someone like Ceter someone like Janie, someone like uh, you know miss you know Miss Peru, uh, I feel like you know Abby, oh my God, like I think these are these are the voices that are kind of rising to the top, you know.
1: I love Chelsea Boy's look, and I also love Chelsea Boy. I think Chelsea boy is gonna go far. Um, yeah, there's an Chelsea boy Chelsea boy.
0: And like a little bit of a goose quality. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I think, think he's so. kind
0: of. I think I was in you know my, when I hear the term, the expression Chelsea boy, I think of like a mean gay Ugh. guy in Chelsea. Yeah, Right. But I was like, oh, you're like Chelsea boy. Like you're you're cl-. like there's just some like sensitive goosey moments and great drag. That runway was incredible. Oh,
1: I love the spray of life. Yes. Oh, so good,
0: so good. And like this is two weeks in a row where Chelsea boys runways. I'm like. Is anyone else seeing this? Like, it's so yeah, good.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we got two aliens two weeks in a row, which I also thought was an interesting mm. detail. But yeah. uh, Chelsea Boy's was by far the better alien. Janie's was much more cause, not cosplay. It was just mm. much more um, fantastical. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea, But Chelsea Boy's looks, yeah. I, I would have put Chelsea Boy in the top here, too. Yeah. Um, I mean... Granted, you can't have Envy, Jean, Chelsea Boy, and Janie in the top, but it's more Envy, Jean, and Chelsea in the top. Instead of, mm-hmm. I guess, Megan or Abby was in the top? I don't...
0: I think I, Megan and Abby... Abby was... They, Abby was like... Megan and Abby were like safe bottom, I think. And Abby should have been in the bottom. Let's be real. Well, this, you know, I, I love the concept.
1: Same. And I it came out, and I'm like, ooh girl yeah
0: you know what was interesting about abby, her oh my look god. like abby oh my god uh absolutely not abby um uh, <laughs> but you know what's interesting about abby is uh and i certainly get used to it with like the seasons of drag race to come out next year is this is the first time covid has been addressed on drag race mm, i don't and just, remember it She's, she's saying, oh, well, because of COVID, there was no pride this year. So I'm doing oh. like, a sad pride where I'm crying the rainbow. Oh, I
1: missed that. Okay.
0: And so I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? Like, we are, like, it was kind of a next, you know, season 13 and All Star Six. Like, I feel like we're going to get so many more references to it because they're filming right now.
1: Mm. Right. We better. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, I think they would. Black Lives Matter,
1: like they need to to show it all. Right?
0: I I mean that is going to be so interesting is how 2020 being such a big fucking year is like how it's reflected in a show that tends to pride itself on having a self-awareness about the world.
1: Mm, Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, Speaking of not having a self-awareness or having a self-awareness, the drama with Abby and Janie and Envy, um, again, I welcome any sort of you know, interesting drama that's not personal, and this was very much like Canada's Drag Race, where it actually wasn't personal. It was just about her drag, yeah. and you know, somebody got in their feelings about it. But I do have to say, I loved the moment that we got outside with that little iPad Nano.
0: Oh, that tiny little Nano! That oh, that, that nano, cut, oh yeah, <laughs> nano!
1: Oh my God! Yeah, Nano! Oh my God! iPod nano oh my god i and and then that line like put your earbuds in i just was like yes this is uh, it
0: well that <laughs> moment it was like i feel like in that moment Settergene and envy were like like the ants who mm-hmm. were just like you know giving me big ant energy cuz like Settergene, mm. pizza queen and also like big ant energy and also like like cetergine is so many things for me this season i want to I want to fuck Setergine. I want to talk to Setergine. I want to sit next to Setergine at a wedding. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of feelings uh, on that queen. Yes. Uh,
1: Cet, uh, all I'm going to say is, I saw her first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Abby, uh, there was another little nuance with Abby that I love. Oh, was uh, that outside. finger flick? Was that yes. flick she did? Yes. She goes, <laughs> she goes, and next time, and then, <laughs> and then later,
0: say that, later. think that, feel yes, that, feel that, and, and later. Next time, claws.
1: <laughs> claws. Uh, I just, oh my god, and then her smoking with those goddamn nails on Abby. Oh my god.
0: Uh, yeah. So Abby, good. <laughs> what it did, and it really did take this episode to realize, like Abby out of drag is. Oh, I know. Like stupid hot. Like not I know. not stupid like hot. like just like a stupid level of hot. Like you were. You are ungodly good-looking. Um, she's very attractive. I'm
1: not. She's not like I'm not attracted to Abby. Uh, uh, that's I, I wouldn't oh, I, hit on Abby if you know what I mean. Like, but if, if Abby, Abby hit
0: on me, I would. If I Abby would, hit
1: on me, I would be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so flattered." Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would Abby, be. It. Oh my gosh, Abby. Oh my god, I'm so flattered. And then I'd be like, "Hey setter."
0: <laughs> oh god, hey setter, how dare you? How setter? Hey saint. Hey saint. Hey setter.
1: Hey, Saint. Hey, the. Hey, the. The other thing I wanted to, to mention with this drama moment is we got, man, we got some thesis from Janie. You don't survive in this world by being nice. A sheep in the meadow is useless until you shear it and make it into a jacket. Uh. Girl...
0: Just like the Lars von Trier of Drag Race, Jesus! Oh my
1: God!
0: Like, Abby, this is a, oh my God! This is a Jamie. bowl of fun soup, you
1: know. <laughs> I was just like, it just was such a flex that I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's the kind of flex where it's like, it's also like, okay, come on, like, this is. It's kind of like when people put like no fear on their, like like, as a bumper sticker on their car. It's like, okay, well, you're actually like terrified. Like, (laughs) I feel like there is a similar feeling when somebody's acting like this. It's like, okay, you, this is the person who says, oh, I have a lot of sex, but they don't, but they Mm. just want you to think they have a lot. So they talk about it a lot, you know? Like, I don't know. I I
1: got a really bad feeling from Janie, kind of like this bitchy, kind of like bully, where I'm just like, wait, girl, what? You don't survive in this world by being nice. Like I get the sentiment, especially in a competition, but like, like you, like what's like what's wrong with being nice? What makes you know? I, I get it. Like cutthroat, whatever. You don't, sur- but you don't survive in this. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it's such a, it's such a worldview that uh, is a little foreign to me, especially when we're dealing with our own community, because I yeah. think that's what's different about Janie. Janie is saying this. Either in context or out of context of her own drag community, it's like what
0: but I guess there's also that feeling of like, okay, but how many you know mean gays are there who this is their line? It's like, well, you don't get anywhere by, by being nice in this world, so mm-hmm. like you know if you don't like that I'm a bitch, then just change the channel you know like that <laughs> right, I right, there is a bit right. of that like this is actually not a terribly surprising choice from Janie as well, you know
1: I hear that, and you know there is a difference, right I think of. Bianca Del Rio, who is not a nice queen, but she's a nice queen.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that's, you know, there's a lot of nuance there. Because, it's like, her her act is not based in being nice. But as a human being, like, she has a moral compass. And she's not doing it to, quote, unquote, survive in this world. No. If anything, it's to, like, take it less seriously and to, like, poke fun at it. Like, I think that that's right. the thing with, with Bianca is that it's... Well, it's like, you know, there is there there must be laughter, you know, Uh, make me fucking laugh. Like, I feel like if you're going to make it like if you're going to say nasty things, make it funny. You know what I mean? Like if you are gonna read someone, make it art, you know? Right,
1: right. Like that. The reading that Janie did in the workroom could have could have come across a little differently. Right. But Mm -hmm. instead, there wasn't any nuance to it. It was just like, oh, I don't like this. And, right. And, and, and who, knows, yeah, yeah,
0: right. who knows what the translations, you know, how accurate they sure. were. versus just okay. like That's true. she may have been saying it artfully, but then whoever did the, tr- you know, the translating was just like, this yeah, is not bitch. good. Yeah. yeah,
1: right, 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 right. I hate your look. um yeah. I don't think that the queens need to tell them during the competition. If they choose to tell them after, fine, because honestly, if somebody came up to me during I, I could see it as, why are you doubting me? Or are you trying to sabotage me? You know, it's like you kind of also have to mind your business in the competition. If somebody is messing up, right, it's like, well, it's not my choice. Maybe maybe it's just me. I don't like mm-hmm. Abby's makeup. I don't, it's not my place to tell her. Uh, you know, and there's, there's that
0: too. Well, and there's also, and I can't remember, I feel like this is Thorgy Thor who said this in season eight. I feel like she said, like, it's not my job to, like, make sure you look good, girl. It's my job to send your ass home. And she there's says that, it with a laugh, also, you know? Yes.
1: There's also Alexis Michelle who expects her girls to tell her that, yeah. the you know, that moment in Untucked where she's like, why didn't anybody tell me that my blue dress was terrible? And one girl was like, well, I like it. And the other one was like, sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not my job to tell you to deep six that nine west, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. It. I think that's all perspective. I think that mm-hmm. all depends. Um, I'm not picking a side here between Abby and Janie. Um, but I am a little turned off by Janie's reaction. Even though you would think that Abby, you know, being this drama and all, sensy about it. Uh, I know you hate sense-y. Um I do. <laughs> I, uh, you know, uh, I. I'm still kind of like, oh, it's so hard for me to side with the bully here Um, (laughs) even though she might not be even you know she might not be bullying her she's just being honest you know like what's wrong with that
0: yeah I mean I think it's all about delivery right like I feel like that's like what it kind of came down to is like oh well you're just you're not sugarcoating it Um, Mm, right right but I but I think you know the big difference between this and like Canada's drag race is you know when it happened on in Canada between Jimbo and Rita you know, and Rita was getting the brunt of it she was just like okay I am. I take. I take that on. Thank you, Ross. Uh, you know that's my French uh, Canadian. But I, I so I feel like there's also that difference of like uh, Janie is clearly a, a a tougher character, and Abby's a little bit more of a you know uh, a sensitive one. So sure, sure,
1: yes, that's. I am seeing that uh, for sure. I'm seeing the dynamic between Envy and Abby as well. Mm-hmm. That that Envy is certainly. Like the bigger sister, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Completely, completely. And with a name
1: like Abby and not Abigail, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, little little Abby. Oh, Abby. Abby's, Abby's here. Wait, Abby's yeah. here. She's gonna go on third. Abby's here. Abby's She's here. Here, here. She was
0: late. Let, let her yeah. let her cut in front. Come on, let, here, yeah, let, her, right. come on, right. let her come on. Come on, her, Abby's yeah. here. Megan, yeah. step up. <laughs> let her cut in front.
1: Yeah, Megan's Meghan. all mad because Megan's all mad to be next. because her yeah.
0: grandfather's fine now, so no one's <laughs> sympathizing.
1: Uh, so this lip sync, <laughs> all I have to say is that Katya and Kennedy roared so that these two queens could meow.
0: Oh yes, I I would I would certainly agree with that. I'd, I'd say, hey kitty girl, uh, give a twirl. Uh, yeah, because if you want to
1: see this lip sync done right, watch Katia and Kennedy in season seven for sure.
0: Absolutely, I, it was. You know, I I was obviously you know it was a tough choice between the two of them. I wanted to see Madam stay, but from what I saw in the lip sync, I think Patty was the better lip sync.
1: Agreed. Yes, I wanted um, Madam to stay. I didn't think Madam, or excuse me, I didn't think Patty should have been in the bottom. It should have been Abby versus. Uh, mm. uh Madam um, And then Madam would have gone home So I think you know in that sense I'm kind of like Okay Patty could be in the bottom and then Patty out Lip synced her for sure
0: Honestly that I mean that's that was what I Took away but you know in Terms of like between the two of them Who did I genuinely want to See just a little bit more of was Madam Because I mean and you know the bearded thing being part Of it is like I want to see more Variations on that I want to see that included You know um, yeah and that happens you know there's some weeks where it's like well you know keep them both you know <laughs> keep them up send, send them, them up. all keep home yeah send them all yeah. home send them all uh, home just as well, long as Nicole? we get to keep <laughs>
1: <laughs> just as long as we get to keep Chelsea boy Sedergine and maybe I'll throw in you know envy peru um mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah, yeah send i send them I, all I'm home send them all home
1: <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh, my top 3 right now is Chelsea boy envy peru and sedergine uh, we'll see how long Janie Jacquet lasts. Uh, but I mean, she's Maxie. certainly here
0: for the reality TV side of things. Yeah. I think Janie is, is uh, she's doing what Gia Gunn does, what lots of other mm-hmm. queens have done, where it's like they're bringing the fire to the room. And so yeah. she's not yeah. going anywhere anytime soon.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Um, I, I,
1: this episode was great. It wasn't amazing. It was great. I liked the Maxi Challenge. I wanted to see more of it. Uh, they they didn't show all the queens during the maxi challenge, which bothered that's me. That's true.
0: Yeah, um, that's true.
1: And the runway was, uh, there were, you know, two standout looks. That's about it for me. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for Drag Race Holland to, you know, show me the tulips.
0: Sure. Let me see those <laughs> tulips. Yeah. Um. And then show me that rosebud. No, I. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I. I had a good time this week, but I. It, there is. A, there's a turning point in a season that usually happens within the first four episodes, where then the hook kind of gets mm. in, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Setergeen is already, you know, I'm already interested. I'm already kind of enjoying the the adding to the catalog, yes. you know, the ca- the character of Setergine. Um But yeah, I. I. I feel like I need another episode to really get, you know, you know, really get into it.
1: I, yeah. And even to feel the brand of Drag Race Holland, I'm starting Mm. to feel it right. Especially because they're adding in and including all of these Dutch staples, uh, even with, you know, not just Nikki tutorials, but, uh, what's her face, uh, the commander,
0: uh, Olga. Olga Uh, commander. Yeah. Olga
1: commander. (laughs) Um, How big is your dick? Jesus. (laughs) So um I yeah I I'm getting there and I I hope it continues. Um you know, it is what it is in the sense of the girls going home that we don't want to go home. You know, it's fine. Um so Always we'll happens. See. Yeah. We'll see. You know, and and just like in every script with Drag Race, I know we talked about the script of, you know, the being picked last and the bullying in high school. We also get this is the second episode where right at the top after one girl goes home, oh, it's a competition now. We're not all friends. And so I know that it's going to follow a similar trajectory for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be nice to see how they play with that um structure.
0: Yeah, and obviously it's not next week, but soon, I'm assuming they'll be doing snatch game. Um and I'm I'm kind of excited to see, you know, I especially with the international versions, it's like, huh? Okay, Snatch Game is going to have an added twist of references I won't get, and like that's all mm-hmm. about delivery and the and, and the a different language. Yep. Yeah. So like it's it, it's always a different experience and a different appreciation than it is for like Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race, Drag Race, or even Drag Race UK.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this before we close out, Maria?
0: Um no no I think that that's uh you know that's the bitch as they say. Right. You know, that's a trot. Yeah. <laughs> Swoofnar.
1: Uh Swoofnar Marries if you have any thoughts on Drag Race Holland you can reach out to us on Twitter at All right Mary you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com we're also at tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary if you want you can find me on twitter at johnnyalso1 or on instagram at johnnyalso I am back on instagram this week oh thank god
0: (laughs) uh, <laughs> Swoofnard, um, Swoofnard, <laughs> Swoofnard, uh,
1: and of course, you add a D to it. I don't know if there's a D. Anyway, go ahead. You
0: said there was. Oh, you said there was an R. Okay. Well, in any event, you know, I'm sure Swoofnard is not profoundly accurate either. So we're all off. You're right. You're right. It's horseshoes here, folks. You can, of course, find me on my other podcasts. Uh, in the details, the celebration of nuance uh, and best supporting podcast, the celebration of best supporting actresses. You can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Drucker underscore. And of course, you can find both of us, uh, including and specifically uh, on bonus episodes every single week, including All Right Scary, our annual tradition in October of Ooh. spooky matreons at patreon.com slash Mary.
1: Yes, yeah, so we're doing the invitation this week. Oh, yes. So you're invited to come
0: on and listen. Yeah, you know RSVP your pants. Uh,
1: yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Mary, Who's what is nodded.
0: our what, what is our
1: what is our last chance lip sync this week? Horseshoes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, horseshoes, man. Yeah? Reporters. Uh, well, you know, I know that we promised or we intended to keep it Dutch. And we are going to uh, break our own rules here. But I feel like this song was probably popular in the Netherlands, I'd like to believe. Mm. Uh, I know it was popular on my cassette Walkman in 1997. So Mm -hmm. this is not a read. That's how I know about the song. Um, And it is, of course, not Dutch, but Australian singer Gina G with late 90s workout classic Ooh Ah, just a little bit.
1: Yes. Ooh, ah, uh, just a little bit. Uh, not just relating to the theme of the workout videos, but also Sederjean. Yeah. Just a little Ooh, bit uh, more. Just you a little bit I'm more. For. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then little also
1: bit. to these queens in general. Like, give me a little bit more on this runway. Yeah, yeah. I need what a little bit more. Got, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: need a little bit more Drag Race Holland before I am um, feeling the full Dutch treat fantasy.
1: This is correct. I mean, at least we got that Jurassic Park Fest, right?
0: Oh, that was fabulous. Oh, I'll uh, give Madame that. Madam out of drag, I uh, appreciate. For sure.
1: Well, Marys, we hope you have a fantastic week. And hang in there. We will see you next time. Totines!